When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week on the Danny Brown Show. I don't even know what race you can consider Cyrex, man. That's just goblin. He identifies goblin, man. That's why, I mean, but to be honest, man, I know... Because <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. Ever since I stopped smoking cigarettes, man, my smells have came back full-fledged. And I ain't you. I ain't know I used to be dropping them helly smellies like that. Did you ever go to the white kids' houses as a kid? I've never been to a white kid house. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I grew up in Detroit. It wasn't no white kids. It was just Eminem. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax, you already know why you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Joe? Coming to you live from Austin, Texas at Wine May Studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. I got the Booth Boys with me. How y'all doing, fellas? What's up? What's up? Doing what's up? good. Showing. Yeah, man. I'm. I can't say I've been sleeping too well. <laughs> Getting all the anxiety medication has really been. It's been a. It's been a slippery slope. I swear. I mean, but I'm. I, I guess with days go by, it's getting better. And then you know, I was taking a sleep aid that Peggy had put me on. But then this motherfucker called me the other day. And he's like, yeah, man, I think you need to chill on that sleep aid shit. I'm like, why? What's, what's going on with that? Come to find out, it's just pretty much Benadryl. <laughs> and then I Googled about it just to see, like, the side effects and shit like that. And come to find out, it's fucking vision blurred. And I've been noticing that my vision been fucking blurry as fuck in the morning. Like, it's been hard for me to wake up and shit. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I guess I'm going to be out on the road and shit. So, I'm going to definitely need it, but. For the most part, I ain't, I ain't really been fucking with it the past few days, and I haven't really been sleeping like that. I've I've been been up pretty late, fucking watching um garbage YouTube shit, you know, Cyrax and all that. <laughs> Cyrax ass is going to jail. I don't give a fuck, man. His ass need to go to jail. I think I think um he should represent himself in this um in this case that he got. That would be his best bet. I really do feel like you know. If he just represents himself, he has more eyes of winning than the public defender. So, you know, I would love to see him get up there and do his thing. But shit, I seen yesterday these motherfuckers is making money on Twitter. What the fuck? Who, I wanna, um, who's making money on Twitter? I mean, posting videos on there? I mean, that's, you know, when you do the subscription and get your, um, you know, motherfuckers can subscribe to you and shit and they posting ads on your tweets and now you're making money. So I want to send um, my dog Elon. I want to send him a public apology on behalf of my partner in rhyme. The eight dollars don't seem too expensive now, so I'm definitely going to be getting in after seeing this bag these motherfuckers been getting. It, I mean, making money off tweets, man. That's that's. A, I'm gonna be honest. That's like some Ford shit, man. Motherfuckers deserve it, man. You know, these motherfuckers be posting some shit. You getting motherfucking two million, 
billions of impressions and shit. Motherfuckers are seeing it. They putting ads on your shit. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense to me, man. So shouts out to Elon. That's some forward thinking shit with social media. But oh shit, this nigga um, Elon and Zuck gonna catch the fade? Is that real? That's gotta be fake, right? I mean, <laughs> we'll see. I keep seeing shit about it. I even seen that motherfucker had a t-shirt. That motherfucker was fire. <laughs> Who y'all got y'all money on if they run the fade? Ooh, I think I got Zuck because he ain't real, right? That's like a robot. Zuck, uh, yeah, he ain't real. He looked like he been here. He been training and shit too. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm pretty much. On, I'm at a draw, but y'all don't know, man. They can't. I mean, I know they test for PEDs and shit, but they can't test for no Neuralink. That's true. Who knows? This nigga Elon got the Neuralink already, and he just shit. upgraded jujitsu and his shit and all type of shit. <laughs> then he just put the fade on him. You know what I'm saying? He did the Matrix plug-in. Then he's South African and shit, man. <laughs> Elon looked like. He looked like he can take a beating for some reason. You know them crazy drunk white boys you meet at a bar? And you just be knocking their ass out and they still get back up? He looked like one of them type of motherfuckers. So I don't know. And plus Zuck, I don't know, man. Zuck looked like a motherfucker that could get knocked out. You know, and it'd be all good. He like the type of motherfucker you knock out, he'd wake back up and give you a dap and shit. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm still going to call it a draw because Zuck and shape and shit. Elon got the, he got the fupa. So I don't know, man. But I'm just saying, Neuralink, man, that's some bad motherfucking shit, man. Like, the more and more I do my homework on that shit, I've always been down with, you know, forward-thinking technology and shit like that. But so if, if if the Neuralink come around with to me at a reasonable price, I'm definitely upgrading my brain. Who don't want to do that shit? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, yeah, this nigga's up. He, look, he getting his ass whooped right now. So I don't know, man. I don't know, man. And fucking, I'm just saying, Elon looked like he can take a beating, so Zuck gonna have to do some shit. And then he got the threads and shit. That's that's why the beef started, right? The the threads versus Twitter? Yeah. I mean, that's only, gotta be part of it. But I, I mean, mean I, I, I checked out the thread situation, but you can't DM on there, right? I'm not sure. I'm not on it yet. not trying to I'm say I'm trying yet. to DM bitches or nothing. I'm just saying. That just seemed like, you know, everything got to be on the timeline. Sometimes, you know, like we get work requests and shit like that, you know. So I don't really see how that's going to work itself out. I mean, I got up on it, but then I went right back to Twitter. Shit, they paying motherfuckers on Twitter. Fuck that shit. Zuck, you got to figure out how a nigga going to get a bag off this shit. So that's the only way we're going to go about that. And I seen, I was on my way up here, you know, just scrolling on my phone and shit. I, some fucking um, Chinese restaurant had meth in a soy sauce. Can you imagine that shit? Yeah. Wait, this is in Austin, you said? No, I wasn't. Oh. I think it might have been Florida. Yeah, Japanese steakhouse closes week after meth found in the sweet sauce. Can you imagine some shit like that? They got that much meth around, they can put it in sweet sauce? That's fucked up, man. You go to a fucking Chinese restaurant, have a nice date with your lady, you come back lit. Like, I'm trying to stop drinking. What the fuck is going on? Next thing you know, you around this motherfucker. Spun like a motherfucker. Doing all type of shit. Dancing by yourself. Seeing shadow people. Fuck that shit. All right, man. We'll jump right into it. We got the Axe Dandies, man. You can always hit me up. Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. First up, we got podcasts. Axe Danny. Yo, Danny, what's up? My name is Perry. I have a question for you. Who was your favorite guest so far on the show? Also, if you could have anyone as a guest, who would it be? If you could have anyone who is not with us anymore as a guest, who would that be? Love the show, bro. Keep it up. Shouts out to the Booth Boys as well. Um, I think my favorite guest probably was Shane Gillis. 
Cause we got the most views and shit. <laughs> Shouts out my boy Gilly. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Shane. I got the Shane bump. You know what I'm saying? But um, first somebody I would like to have on the show. I I I really love my favorite comic right now is um Ali Sadiq. I I really you know and just based on you know all the shit he's been through in his life, I feel like I got a lot of you know a lot of a lot in common with him so i feel like we'll have a great conversation man he's one of the funniest motherfuckers if you haven't seen any of his specials you definitely should check it out man it's really some hood shit so yeah i love that nigga man so yeah ali sadiq pull up on me also if i could have a guest that who's not here anymore i think i would i would want x triple x because he was like as young as he was man he was so wise beyond his years man like i've i've had a you know i've had the blessings to share a few facetimes with him and he would say some off the wall shit sometime, but he was really smart, man. And he really loved this music shit, man. Like, you know, I know they, they, they got that clip and keep going around me where I'm fucking talking shit about young motherfuckers. But it's some young motherfuckers that is, you know, sticking to the script and holding up. And he was one of the motherfuckers. And next up is another one of the motherfuckers, too, which is Kodak Black. Danny, my question is, what do you think of Kodak Black? He is my pound for pound favorite rapper, and I love to hear your opinion on his music. Some people say I'm crazy for Kodak being my favorite. No, Kodak is a very special talent. Um, him and um, NBA Youngboy, I feel like is this generation's Nas and Jay Z. I really love Kodak because he has, you know, I feel like man, with a lot of this rap shit, when a motherfucker is talking about some shit, like they be having like socially conscious shit type shit. It always hits harder than the motherfucker that's just rapping about fucking your bitch and shit like that, you know? And I feel like Kodak, you know, as much as he do rap about fucking your bitch and all the other, you know, cliches that other rappers that, you know, other rappers rap about and shit, he definitely has, like, some some awareness to him. And, you know, he talk about the plights going on in the urban communities and shit like that. So I really feel like Kodak got a lot to say, man. Look like he going through a lot of things right now. So blessings up to him. I say my prayers for Kodak, man. But, man, he's a very special talent. And you can actually see, like, videos of him when he was a kid. Like, so, you know, he was one of these motherfuckers that was, like, born with this shit. Like, it come easy to him. Like, he's so he's a very special talent. I, I, I can't knock you for saying Kodak is your favorite rapper. He's he's great. And like I say, NBA Youngboy, too, man. He's amazing, too. So, and they both, like, they have socially conscious shit, you know. And I always love rappers that it's almost like, you know, they, they, they put that diamond in the, in the rough type shit, you know. Like where you get all this, you know, you feel like you're getting all this, um, you know, aggressive, you know, uh, might not be safe for work content. But if you really just pay attention and listen what they talking about, they really saying some shit that really matters, you know. And I feel like Kodak and Youngboy are are those two of this generation that, you know, they both, you know, they talk that shit. But at the end of the day, they got a message behind the madness, you know. So shots out to Kodak Black and just shots out to Florida in general, man. That's, that's a they got meth in the sweet sauce, man. What do you, what the, what the fuck do you expect, man? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit going on out there, man. Florida motherfuckers is just different, man. They got the alligator man, the joker motherfucker. Like, shit, just crazy. Ain't riffraff in Florida? See, motherfuckers like that. So, yeah, man. Shouts out to my boy Riffraff, man. We don't have to. <laughs> Remember Riffraff was taking steroids and shit? That was crazy. All right. Mom, wife, a pick. What the. Hi, Danny and team. My question for Danny is this. I've been married for almost three years now and in a relationship with my wife for six years. I love drugs, partying, loud rap music, and saying stupid-ass shit. She loves jigsaw puzzles, threading designs, and cooking. My dream was always to have an ultimate partner in crime, but instead I got my mom. 
when I was quite hot the other night, I kind of realized that having a mind partner is a good thing, as in, if there's an emergency when I'm really hot, she could save us by being able to drive. That said, I'm always wondering what it would be like to be married to my partner in crime. Once we hit five years of marriage, I believe that'll impact me in a big way financially, and our relationship doesn't improve before then. I'm considering divorce. What do you think? Is it good to be married to someone who will mother you or someone you will have more fun with? Sincerely, your stand, Andrew. I definitely think um, it's good to be married with somebody that will mother you or with someone to have fun with. Have fun with is just a, that's the side piece type shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just fun. You want somebody that's going to really care about you in the sense of they putting their best for when they think about you. You know what I'm saying? Like just getting you out of trouble, just certain shit, man, where you feel like, you know, like they being tough on you, but it's really for, you know, it's really for the, the betterment of your relationship in some sense. So, but I don't know. For a minute, I thought he was talking about fucking his mom. So I was kind of getting thrown off a little bit, man. But <laughs> that was a lot, man. So, but yeah, man, for the most part, man, I want a, a, a motherly wife. Someone that's going to really, because I feel like your mom love you regardless of what. You know what I'm saying? The bitch that's just having fun with you just, she there for the fun type shit, you know? So I feel like that's that's just the best way to go about that, man. I don't know what y'all think about that shit. I mean, I, I think you spot on. Um I think uh, the thing about a mom is she's going to probably make you a better man, too. Yeah, like that's what a, I was saying. Like, yeah, a girl having fun is just going to keep you the way you yeah, are. Yeah, don't really care about the betterment of you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the type of business, like, you need to eat more vegetables. You know what I'm saying? You around this bitch eating burgers all the time, you know. That motherfucker, because I feel like the motherly wife, she she want to see, she she thinking about the future more so than the business having fun just thinking about today like what we what we doing today nigga exactly and the mother is like you know motherfucker you got to be around you know what i'm saying type shit so i'm mm. more i'm more with that to be honest yeah most of my relationships that lasted a, 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 a long time has been with someone that really cared about me regardless of all this fucking rap shit and all this extra you know what i'm saying like they yeah, ain't give a fuck about that shit they cared about daniel they'll stick through it yeah yeah exactly. you know so yeah all right Next up, we got, yo, Danny, I went to high school and middle school with Cyrax. Hold up. A.K.A. Chance. Chance Wilkins. He was always in trouble and fighting with the other LD people he was in class with. There were a few times those people would set up fights after school and we watched the two special leg kids throw down. Chance would always come to school with new bruises or black eyes because of his extensive use of the N-word. Yeah, he always going crazy. Nigger boy. I can't believe this is the same person we laughed at after asking him to hit us with a rap verse. Keep up the good work with the show. Piss on me, beat me. I guess that really wasn't. He was just letting me know going to school with Cyrex, man. This motherfucker Cyrex, man. He's um, even after all this shit, man. Motherfuckers um been contacting his landlord. They've been trying to get him evicted and shit. And she just told the motherfuckers all he got to do is just stay off the internet type shit you know what i'm saying this motherfucker still can't stay off the internet after beating motherfuckers up with bats well he didn't really beat the motherfucker look there, there me and him go he ain't really beat the motherfucker with the bat but he did strike him a few times there's been um new footage of that coming out but his ass still on the fucking internet he can't stay away but for the most part like i told him man um you know he got this case coming up he gonna have to go to court and shit the best thing for him to do is just represent himself in his trial man because I really feel like, you know, if he want to really get off, if he really want to like, I really feel like him taking a stand for himself and standing up for himself. You know, he talk, he talk about how he ran out with the bat. He was protecting his family. If you really want to protect your family, Cyrax, the best thing you can possibly do is represent yourself in this case. I really feel like you have a, a, a chance of really winning chance. 
So yeah, man. I know um motherfuckers been um they've been putting like Craigslist ads or is it Craigslist still? I don't know. But they've been putting ads saying they selling a they, they patio furniture and shit like that and they've been getting thousands of people coming to their door and shit like that trying to buy their patio furniture which they're not selling which is hilarious and um you know but you know he's still continuing on his journey of you know becoming a famous youtuber slash rapper or whatever you want to do but for the most part you know chance wilkins please represent yourself in this case because I, I would love to see the footage of that you know you're a great guy, <laughs> but fuck you, Cyrax. All right, yeah, man, Cyrax been going through it, man. He he he's he got a Hitler mustache now. Yeah, he's just, but yeah, he always. I I I actually kind of believe. I mean, you probably, you probably ain't gonna because it's like newer videos. But damn that mugshot! Every time I see that mugshot, it just bring me joy. Look at that motherfucker right there, man. <laughs> Don't he look like a a a stand up? Um, stand up right citizen right there man he's that nose man what happened to his nose man like i don't think it was like oh i forgot marty whooped his ass that's what happened um yeah his nose ain't never been back the same but yeah man i honestly think man that tyrex just yeah man just uh, uh, stay on the internet man i really feel bad about the people that um came to his house and um you know picketing and doing all that shit that forced him to come out and protect his family and swing the baseball bat. And, you know, even with the whole landlord shit, because, you know, as much as I say I want to get away from this shit, man, it's it's one of the most entertaining things on the Internet for me, man. And I feel like all this shit that y'all doing, man, is going to make him really get away from the Internet. Then we ain't going to have nothing else to watch, man. So, man, please, man, you know, just just let Cyrex be, man. I mean, we still I mean, we'll still have King Cobra, but King Cobra ain't as fucking um entertaining as cyrex in some sense king cobra is like spurts he be getting drunk and shit the other day he did a fucking 12 for a loco challenge and he fell asleep so you know i really yeah look at him chance wilkins man you a bad motherfucker man that's the drift king right there all right next up we're hopping to some white people shit but yeah man i'm really trying to stop and get away from this shit man i really am man like you y'all y'all won't let me leave him alone man it's like I really just want to just, you know, live my life and don't don't have anything else to do with this shit, man. But, oh, yeah, that's another thing they did. They sent him a fake YouTube plaque. <laughs> Look at him. He's flashing that motherfucker with pride. No, and goddamn well, he ain't got that many subscribers or nothing. And then they noticed that, you know, the fake YouTube plaque is not as wide as the real ones. Look at his face. He's so proud, man. But this is some old 4chan shit, man. Yeah, they <laughs> sent him a fake YouTube. They sent him a fucking fake YouTube play. He couldn't wait to go live and post that motherfucker and show niggas. Like, yeah, your boy is out here. Your boy is out here, man. But no, nah, man, Cyrex, dog, you just need to, man, you need to get a job. That's really what you need to do, man. Help Sally out. Perk 38. You know what I'm saying? They they really going through it, man. That video when they um went in the house and they was fucking um when they was arresting him, the screams he was letting out, man. It was oh my god, it was, it was like music to my ears. I couldn't believe it. I was back there just dying on the floor laughing at that shit, man. Like all that nigger boy tough shit he be talking. Soon as the police came in, that motherfucker he was screaming like a bitch. But all right, Cyrex, we're hopping to some white people shit, man. I don't even know what race you can consider Cyrex, man. That's just goblin. He identifies goblin, man. That's why I mean, but to be honest, man, I know. A, 
<laughs> I know it got to be hard for him, man, because, you know, like, I feel like, you know, the YouTube and trying to be a rapper. I mean, what else could he do, to be honest, man? Like, if this motherfucker showed up at your workplace talking about he want a job interview, you get his, you, I mean, just looking at him, man, like, where do you put this mother, I ain't gonna lie, he do look like a dishwasher, though. He could be working in the bag washing dishes and shit, or like a janitor. He might could be like, you can't put him at no schools. You can't have him around any kids. I mean, if you walked into a Burger King and he was t- taking your order, man, I don't want that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then the crazy part about him, he only like 5'3", some small shit like that. And then he was talking about, remember he was talking about, he'll whoop my ass. Cyrex, you, man, I would grab your ass up, man. And I'm not like the biggest motherfucker. I only wait, you know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm normal. <laughs> All right, man. I can't get away. White people shit. All right, EDM. Hey, Danny, big fan of your podcast. Love what you and the booth boy have been up to. Maybe it's the weed or maybe it's the Maybelline. But I was curious about your thoughts on house music slash EDM. Is this white as hell? Uh, do I just not have cool black friends? Never seen anyone but us pasty whites representing Keep on killing it with the sobriety, brother. You are doing great. It will get easier as time go. Keep it high and tight, Captain Crunch. Do you, you do know that um, house music and techno was created by black people? I'm just let you know that. I'm just give you that. But um, for the most part, I'm from Detroit. I was born and raised on house music. I was born and raised on EDM shit. You know, Detroit has one of the biggest, um, you know, the um, electronic music festival or what we call DEMF, Detroit Electronic Musical Festival. I've played there um few times it's always been a great time it actually was a dream of mine i remember it used to be free when i was a kid and we used to go down there and that's when you see the motherfuckers like the golf kids they was dancing like that and shit with the fucking jinkos on and shit like that there was a lot of them motherfuckers and that was way before i was even in my drug phase and or even i thought like taking pills and all that shit was weird back then so them motherfuckers would be down there clowning but i did used to go down there every year and i remember uh that was actually the first time I seen a black man wear skinny jeans. Shouts out to the cool kids, Mikey Rocks. He was um they was actually playing Dimp one year. My first year I played Dimp, but it was like small stage shit. I used to have it at Heart Plaza. And I played Dimp. And I seen this nigga Mikey Rocks wearing skinny jeans. I was like, what the fuck? Niggas could do that? I went and got me a pair like two weeks later, man. Never been never never went back. I mean, right now I don't feel like skinny jeans is the wave right now. I mean, obviously, man, it's it's not sexy to have your woman pull your pants off at night. But for the most part, you know, I feel like baggy, baggier clothes are coming back with the style, which has been like the past few years, to be honest. I mean, me, for the most part, man, skinny jeans are uncomfortable, man. There's nothing worse than fucking having you. You ever set on your balls like, man, that shit is excruciating pain. But to get back to what I was saying with the EDM shit. Um, yeah. And I've been super back in back into the mix of like um going back, listening to like old school jungle and drum and bass and all that kind of shit like you know like a lot of that shit like um i grew up on like ghetto tech which is like dj assault and underground resistance and you know wine atkins and stuff like that so yeah man that's been my fucking life man i remember being in um that used to be a thing man people don't know detroit like you go to a house party or you go to the nightclubs we didn't listen to like top 40 rap songs or what was played on the radio it was all fucking like ghetto tech and shit like that that's what we danced to even so much to the point of like if you listen to like the radio and they had like the 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 the, the how what i can't remember what they would call it but it'd be like the, the mix section of the show they would like speed every song up to damn near like 140 bpms and shit like that so yeah man 
um i was totally raised on fucking house music and edm and you know even so much even so much so that i you know started discovering like grime music and like listening to like dizzy rascal and and you know all all those guys in the uk and stuff like that i was able to understand what they was doing more so than probably any other I ain't saying any other, but most people that, you know, grew up in the States and shit that just listen to regular rap music. I, I knew what they was pulling from. So that's how I was able to fucking get into it. Actually, the first time I had a conversation with Dizzy Rascal, we talked on the phone and I was just, you know, I'm so enamored with him. Like he's like, you know, how you got that young motherfucker that you look up to. That's who he is for me. You know what I'm saying? I was just asking him, like, what was his influences when he was making Boy in the Corner? And he was just like, man, it was number DJ Assault mixtapes and three six mafia. And I was like, fuck, I can totally see that shit. So. Shouts out to fucking um all my UK rappers, man. Like, you know, Kano, D double E. Even I, I actually just seen the streets is actually releasing a new album soon. Well, I think it's they said October. He I just seen a new video, I think it was Trouble Waters. And um I seen an interview with him and he was talking about how this um new album is gonna be more so going back to like um the streets. Yeah, Mike Skinner. That's my boy right there, man. I actually had a great time hanging out with him. Well, I took too much Molly and threw up, but um, my first time meeting him. But we actually got a chance to hang out again. We shot a video together. I believe we were in Prague. Yeah, man. So Mike Skinner, Dizzy Rascal, those are like my top, in my top five favorite rappers ever. So, you know, it was great to get a chance to just meet those guys. But um, yeah, man, I, I seen that he said his new album is pretty much like um, going back to like um, a, a grand don't come for, a, a grand don't come for free type thing and. If anybody don't know, a, a, a Grand Don't Come But Free is definitely like top three favorite albums for me, man. It's, if you ever, um, you know, I actually would love to make an album as ambitious as that one day. I mean, it's just pretty much an audio movie. I'm surprised that it hasn't been a movie made, you know, about that shit, man. Because, man, it's one of the best fucking albums I ever heard in my life. I remember the first time listening to it. That's that's. I feel like that's what I hold, you know, high when I think about my favorite albums is the first listening experience. And after it's over with, where you just got that, like, what the fuck? And you just can't wait to listen to it again type shit. And the first time I heard a Grand Don't Come For Free, my mind was blown. I didn't know. I mean, I remember Prince Paul did the album like that, kind of. But then that was, you know, it was almost, I don't know. It was kind of like opera in some sense, you know. But with The Streets, it was almost like a novel. It was almost like listening to an audio book with beats behind it. And you were just following this story, man. So anybody, if you never heard of Grand Don't Come For Free, man, I, I definitely recommend that. That's like, I hold that fucking dear to my heart, man. It's just so fucking high up, man. All right. Next up in white people shit, we got Poop Knives. Danny, congrats on rehabbing your journey through the podcast. Tell me this on white people shit because I've never seen this in any household other than white people. The other day I was at my friend's house. I usually don't like to blow people's bathrooms up, but I really had to take a mean ass shit and determine that I wouldn't be able to get home in time for shitting myself. So of course I used my friend's bathroom and noticed he had a knife hanging on the wall. I asked him about it and he said, it's a poop knife to cut poop that is on a massive scale in order to prevent clogged toilets. What do you think about poop knives? Eric from Kansas. Um, I guess my other white brothers in there, man. Did you guys ever cut poop up before? I've never heard of this in my life. Me um, neither. I don't think this is white people shit. I believe this is some nasty ass motherfucker shit right here, man. Like, um, cutting poop. And man. it just hangs on the wall? And everybody use it? Oh, they actually sell them. You can go to Walmart and buy a poop knife? 
I'm not mistaken. I thought this was more of a like a different culture. Like definitely not white or black. It's a different culture that does this. Cause they they tallest systems ain't probably Maybe. able to hang, handle those logs these motherfuckers producing. Maybe right. Um, nah. This sounds disgusting to me. Do you? Can you imagine the smell that comes up after you cut a piece of poop? Like that's when the shit really firm. You know what I'm saying? That's when the shit gonna really hit you. You know? Yeah. And and what are you washing that in? Cause that's done now. I can imagine watching that in a sink. I'm not even trying to look at my poop, man. Even though I take a peek every now and then, you know. I mean, (laughs) that's that's just the crazy shit. You gotta look and see what you did, you know. But (laughs) but poop knives, man. I can't imagine a motherfucker like being on Shark Tank. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to talk to them motherfuckers and and breaking down your product. You know what I mean? Like you know, we got poop knives. You know what I'm saying? This is what we selling. This is what we trying to. Because obviously, this got to be independent designs. I don't feel like no major company is in the business of selling poop knives. Oh, they have a commercial. This is getting out of hand. Um, look at him. Can you imagine the casting for this? You read on Craigslist or some shit somewhere like, yo, commercial for poop knives. Wait a I minute, actually, they do it in the bowl? Yeah. Oh, I, what you, oh he smelled. Where else would they do it? I don't yes, know. What would you else? think? You thought they was pulling it out, slicing it up like bananas or something? I don't know what I thought, but I don't like this. That's disgusting. Uh, a poop knife is, um, yeah, that's going too far, man. Y'all motherfuckers got to, um, y'all got to chill out on that shit, man. Like, what the fuck? Who came up with this? The motherfucker that came up with this must be a motherfucker that was dropping logs. Like, he like, fuck, I got to chop this motherfucker up. He using hangers and shit, and was like, you know what? If I can just create a product that could chop up poop real nice. I wonder how sharp that motherfucker is, because I feel like some poop, that shit ain't, you know, it gonna get, you know, it gonna smear all on a motherfucker. You need a ginsu knife. Like, you need some samurai shit that's just gonna slice that shit quick. Like, Wait, yeah. that says dis- dishwasher safe? Is that what that icon shows there? No, no, that's where we draw the line. They're washing it in their dishwasher. Stop it. So the motherfuckers with the poop knives, they got poop plates and cups. I mean, I know it's, ah, man, it's going too far, man. Um, I'm disgusted, to be honest. Um, No, I I can't consider that to be white people shit, man. That's just um, nasty motherfucker shit, man. I mean, you could flush twice, man. That motherfucker ain't go down the first time, man. It's it's ah oh, man, that's that's crazy. All right, man, let's just um spin the wheel, man. We need to <laughs> let's we need to get, we need to get off this chubs. I don't want to stay there too long, man. Shit's getting out of hand, baby. I can go for one right now. For the most part, it doesn't compare to a cigarette. I mean, I always um, always stuck stuck by that where I see motherfuckers vaping and be like, motherfucker, just smoke a real cigarette. Because there's always been that fucking theory that um, vapes were worse for you than cigarettes. But I don't really believe that. I don't know. I don't know. But I have seen the video. I mean, not videos, but like, you know, motherfuckers talking about popcorn lung and all that kind of crazy shit. But I feel like for the most part, I guess, um, you know, seeing kids vape and all that shit, I think I guess that was really fucked up. I mean, I didn't realize that they um stopped. I mean, I remember seeing shit about it, but I was smoking cigarettes, so I didn't give a fuck. And they were talking about um they were going to stop all the flavors and all that kind of shit. And, you know, I, I feel like that was great because I remember my first time stopped smoking cigarettes. I was smoking jewels and shit, and they had some amazing flavors. So you're like, oh, this shit tastes good, you know? Now all they got is menthol and that tobacco one, man. That tobacco one, man. You smoke that motherfucker, man. That shit is that shit tastes like death. 
So, um, but for the most part, for me, man, I only fuck with the vape. Like, um, it's just really, I think it's just something that just keep my mind. You know, I'm so used to doing this after, you know, smoking cigarettes for so many years and just that, you know, just that motion, just that something to just, you know, hit yourself. But because to be honest, I don't really feel like it, it has that much effect on me. I guess you hit that motherfucker like five times straight or go ham with it. But for the most part, man, I, I will say the carts, the motherfuckers be lasting me like weeks and shit. Like this same jewel cart right now, I've had this motherfucker for about a week. So if anything, I would say the Zens, the Zens hit hard. My white boyfriends, man, them motherfuckers be putting three in their mouth at a time. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, that shit, you definitely dizzy as fuck just walking around, you know? But the Zens hit harder than the, um, the jewels and shit, so I don't know, man. Um, for the most part, I would say, um, you know, if you're trying to stop smoking, it's definitely something that helps, but it, it doesn't compare to a cigarette. Cigarette is top tier. As as much, I mean, I'm, I'm like 40-something days not smoking a cigarette and um for the most part man i think about smoking a cigarette every damn day it's still not out of me like that you know what i'm saying i just know that i've i've made it this far not doing it and you know it's just that every day it get better you know because i used to wake up in the morning fiending for one man like that was my like ritual i wake up in the morning smoke a cigarette you know get out my poop knife you know what i'm saying and and that was my thing so i was like man how am i gonna transition to being able to, you know, being able to use my poop knife without cigarettes. But for the most part, man, hey, your body going to do what your body got to do. And it's been holding down for me, man. So that's been a cool thing, man. All right, man. Well, I can't stop thinking about poop knives. I'm going to see them bitches in my dreams now. <laughs> I would think that they would have a better, cutter than, a, a, a better color than blue, though. Like, I don't want to see the poop smeared on a knife. Like, you can make a black one. Like, why I got to be blue? And that's like a nice... Carolina blue almost, man. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Like, it looks plastic too. Like, a poop knife should be able to fucking cut a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe I've, I've heard about this, man. I'm going to have to go home and talk to my girl about this. Like, have you ever heard of poop knives? Did you ever go to the white kids' houses as a kid? I've never been to a white kid house. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I grew up in Detroit. It wasn't no white kids. It was just Eminem. <laughs> God damn, that's all I grew up around. But I, I went around some white kids' house that had um, what was it? The uh, they had the washcloth because they were like trying to be uh, safe. Or Instead of using toilet safe. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to be uh, I don't know, sustainable or whatever the fuck. That He's shit being was frugal. Nasty. Nasty. No, because they're trying to save the world or whatever the fucking oh, toilet okay, paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I makes know. sense. I mean, I feel like um, I don't think that's nasty as a poop knife. I mean, washing your I ass with not. a rag, you still got to wash your ass with a rag. You know what mm. I'm saying? Every now and then you might catch a dingleberry or something. You know what I'm saying? But me, man, personally, man, I can't go nowhere without dude wipes. You know? Not sponsored yeah. or nothing, but they should holler at the boy because I've been um, <laughs> fucking with them since day one, you mm -hmm. know, type shit. And then, then I mean... Because I have a motherfucker, you can fuck your toilet up with those regular wipes. I mean, I think wipes, motherfuckers say it don't matter. They're going to fuck your toilet up anyway. But dude wipes are essential, man. You can get them other, you can Uber them bitches. I done definitely Ubered dude wipes before. You know what I'm saying? Hit up GoPuff or some shit. Get a case of Coke. Coke Zero. You know what I'm saying? Get, a, get some Coke Zeros and some dude wipes. And then, yeah, and they got the um, the bombs. Yeah, I fuck with the bombs. You, you throw one of them in the toilet. You can do what you do. Because I ain't going to lie, man. Ever since I stopped smoking cigarettes, man, my smells have came back full-fledged. And I ain't, you, I ain't know I used to be dropping them helly smellies like that. 
You know what I'm saying? So I had to get the um, the poopery. I got to I be spraying that shit like it's going out of style. You know. So yeah, shouts out to do wipes, man. They they really um, saving the world. You know, one wipe at a time. All right, let's um. Ah, right, we can get to some um. I've actually um. You know, like I say, I've been you know playing my Steam Deck and video game reviews. But for the most part, man, um, I really feel like man, uh, you know, getting those game passes and uh, the PlayStation subscriptions and shit. Getting those are like, I mean, that's the, I mean, even though like a lot of the games you probably had before and shit like that, but it's nothing better than getting that shit because every now and then I get bored and I'd be like, man, I just want to play something. I don't feel like buying shit. Even though, th- shouts out to y'all for the Steam gift card. I still got $50 in the account. And I'm fucked up because the other day it was um, a Steam sale and they had all the games on sale, but I was looking at them and shit. I'm like, I'm about to cop something, but nothing really caught my eye. I'm like, what the fuck I'm going to do? But um, I went back and started playing um, Detroit, um, D- 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 Detroit is Human. I can't think of the name, but I remember I had it when it first came out, and um, I played it for a little bit. And as a person that's from Detroit, you know, for some reason it just hit different. I was like, oh shit, fuck this game. This ain't Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's supposed to be the future and shit, but just you know. But I, I actually just started back. I got it on Steam Deck, and I just started back playing it and shit. And um. You know, I'm kind of got wrapped up into the story of it. And I know I tell myself, man, I'm not about to be playing fucking, you know, three, four games at a time because I'm still playing Rise of the Third Power and, um, you know, still trying to get my last little bit of 2K in. And But for the most part, I've, I've been spending some time with, um, De- is it Detroit against human? Detroit versus human? Is it beyond human or Beyond something? human. Well, Detroit, I, I know what you're human about, shit. Though. Yeah. I spent about a few hours yesterday playing it. That's the one with like all the deci- all the different decisions you can make. It yeah, changes yeah, the whole story. Yeah, yeah, Detroit becomes human. Yeah, Become human. for some reason, yeah, it just it just it just I didn't really like what was going on in the game at first, you know. But I'm a little more mature now. I'm not smoking weed and shit. Maybe I was getting paranoid playing it, but uh, but now you know I'm kind of wrapped up in a story. So I'm playing this right now, and I've um I've been playing The Witcher again, you know, because I I got pretty far. It's you know sometimes when you get so far in a game. And you've played it so much, you kind of get and something new come out, then you jump off, and then you start playing it again. But I've been watching The Witcher show, you know, because I've been, you know, been watching that since um since it came out, and so it, it you know, they got the new season out, and I started watching a little bit of it. I can't say I've been falling asleep to the shit, to be honest, but it made me pick the game back up. So I've been playing a little bit of The Witcher too. Um, I'm excited for this. Um, I seen PlayStation is releasing a new controller. I'm definitely excited about that um, because I, I really love um, like, you know, arcade style controllers. That's why I, I can't play like Street Fighter or any fighters without those kind of controllers. And this controller really looks cool, man. I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to be able to play um, 2K with it. Yeah, it's that one right there in the middle down. Yeah, that circle shit. That looks crazy, don't it? So I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely copping. Soon as they put the pre-orders up, so yeah, man. For the most part, man. Shouts out my gamers out there, man. And also, man, I want to thank everybody. I remember y'all remember I um put my Steam out, which was a fucking um. It was a it was a it was a gift and a curse, you know. Because I I want to thank everybody. They have sent me a lot of cool games, you know. But for the most part, man, I I, I get a lot of crazy motherfuckers sending me messages all day, and obviously it was a mommy. Shouts out to Fed Smoker. He hits me up every day, sending me crazy videos and all type of shit, man. So Fed Smoker, you be going ham. Shouts out to him. But yeah. But yeah, man. Um Steam, man, it's um I love Steam. All right. 
Um, I guess we. I got um. I, last night I was watching a fucking um documentary, man. Um, shouts out to um, Atrocity God on YouTube. Um, which um, you know, it's one of my favorite channels. I would say, but they had a fucking. They could release a new documentary on this motherfucker named um Zen Master Rami. Yeah, Atrocity God right there. That's one of my favorite channels. Shouts out to them. They they they. It's really yeah. That one right there, man. Um, Zen Master Rama. Yeah. And why is it that all these like enlightened motherfuckers that um you know be super high on this you know spiritual enlightenment shit and meditation and all that crazy shit? Why is all these motherfuckers creepy pervs? Like every time I watch one of these documentaries, like even the the yoga one and. All these motherfuckers be harassing the bitches. Now, these are the niggas that be scaring the hoes, if anybody want to know. And then it's always like they be finessing them for the bag, too. Like, he had he had motherfuckers be becoming computer programmers and shit. They ain't no shit about coding, and they're fucking up shit. But, yeah, man, but this, this is actually a great watch. If anybody, you know, I love YouTube documentaries, man, commentary videos and shit like that. I, I, that's, I spend most of my time watching these motherfuckers, man. So, if anybody, you know, you want to check it out, man. You know, just check um Atrocity God as a channel is has been one of my favorite channels in years. Um also um Internet Historian. He's one of my favorite guys too, man. So you know, you can always get up on on, on fire shit. Yeah. That's he's actually my favorite. I would say um him and um that's another one I can't think of right now, but um yeah. But Internet Historian is actually my favorite YouTube channel. I would definitely want to get him his props, man. Every video he drops and he don't drop he don't drop like a lot. Like, look, his last video was that, they say a year ago? Yeah, it was. But when he dropped, it's like, man, it's like a new season or something dropped. Because every time it's some shit. So I would like to, you know, give a special shout out to Internet Story, man. Come on, we got we, we fiending in these streets, man, you know. And there's um, OKI, I think. I always talk about him, too. He got he dropped fire shit, man. But, yeah, YouTube, I, I really feel like um, it's because Netflix, man, I don't know, man. I don't know what's been going on with Netflix, man. Besides, you know, they be having the comedy specials and shit like that. Shouts out to Time New Shit. I watched that the other day. Fire. But for the most part, man, Netflix ain't been killing it like they used to, man. I um actually, um, you know, just, you know, I, my fucking um, HBO Max. Did they turn to Max? Like, it, it kind of weirded me out. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I had to, like, renew my subscription or some shit. I don't know. I think my card, I had an old card on there or something, man. I had to redo that shit, so I'm back. Um, you know, I've been back watching Curb. <laughs> That's like one of my um go tos. I watch me some Curb and shit like that. But yeah, man, Zen Master Rhyme, motherfucker, man. He was um just cause even me, like I've been, you know, in rehab. They had something called um Dharma, which was pretty much like the the meditation group that you can go to. And for the most part, a lot of people. I mean, I I, I I'm really into meditation even though i don't do it but it's it's something that i really want to get myself into i find it real it's real challenging for me just to you know my mind be going at a thousand miles an hour so just to be able to get the practice of quieting your mind and i definitely see the benefits in it and i used to go to dharma which i really love i really love doing that but i in rehab i discovered that a lot of motherfuckers was going to dharma because it was an easy class they can just go to so it wasn't really it was kind of hard to take it serious and be able to, you know, meditate and, and get in your shit. I actually used to go to the motherfucker and fall asleep sometime. But that's what a lot of motherfuckers was doing. And it would suck because you'll be in there trying to meditate and you hear a motherfucker snoring. But then I went one time, I laid on the ground and a motherfucker laid on the ground like right above my head type shit. 
I look up, this motherfucker got his feet out, his whole toes and shit all in my face and shit. I wanted to beat this motherfucker ass, but I couldn't, you know. So I had to just, you know, bite that bullet. But I got up and left. <laughs> I went back to my room and shit. So, but yeah, man, I, I really want to get back into, because um, I feel like meditation is, but for some reason, man, the motherfuckers that really be into that meditation shit and all that, the motherfuckers be creepy with the bitches, man. I don't know what, what, what goes on with that. What goes on in the world that get them like that, but. That's fucked up. All right, man. We'll spin the wheel and get ready to get up out this motherfucker in a minute. The apocalypse. The apocalypse, that's when like the world ending and shit, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, only thing I know about Tupacalypse now, that's what I think about fucking Tupac album. But, um, the apocalypse, I guess, man, what I can say about that shit is, uh, I mean, I, it happened before, right? That's what they say. Like, ain't, ain't, ain't that what went down with the dinosaurs and shit? Wasn't that pretty much an apocalypse? For the dinosaurs, I suppose, yeah. I mean, like, you know, they always talk about, like, you know, a fucking a, a rock gonna hit us or some shit and shit gonna get crazy or fucking floods and tsunamis and all that shit. Natural disaster type shit. But as far as, like, the apocalypse, man, that's like, man... I don't know, Zolo. What what's going on with you, man? You okay? Why you put that on there? You need to have a <laughs> <laughs> like. What's going on? Like, what, what, what? wanted to get your thoughts on it, man? I mean, Why do I put anything yeah, on there? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You put the apocalypse. Yeah, like yeah, like it's, like, it's yeah, like, like, like it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, what's going Should on? I like just the, apocalypse. Me personally, I don't think about shit like that. I don't want to think about the world ending kind of shit. Like that's just too far for me. You know, I, I tell you, man, I'm always in, in, expecting impending doom. You know me personally, man, and um, yeah, that's, that's just why like, I put these kind of things on there. I think he you knows something we don't. Raising my anxiety more, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. I got to go home and think about the apocalypse. I mean, for the most part, man, um, the world ending, man, that's just a crazy topic to me, man. I don't really want to think about anything like that, man. But I guess if it gotta happen, it gotta happen, right? I mean, you just gotta treat it like it's a flight going down. You just gotta put your fucking head between your legs and <laughs> and let it happen. You know, I remember that um. Not too long ago, I feel like they had like um, a, a fake um, talking about like a, um, a fake news story talking about like the, a nuclear bomb or something was about to hit or some shit. And they had everybody freaking out. I feel like I remember some shit like that happening. And I, I think I believed it for a minute. But um, I think the apocalypse, that, that probably will be the apocalypse, though, huh? It's like a nuclear war type shit. That's, yeah. that's yeah. One, of the, one of the ones they figure is going to happen, yeah. Oh, uh, man, we got to chill out with this China beef. Mm-hmm. And Russia and Russia. all that shit, man. Like, cause niggas start whipping the nukes out, man. It's like, man, that's crazy shit, man. I mean, I feel like civilization. We have, we got the internet now. We got video games. We got better things to do than kill each other. Cause if you go back into like history and shit, all the motherfuckers did was fight and kill. You know, and I, I be thinking about like, man, what was going on? I mean, they ain't had do wipes. You know what I'm saying, like. So I feel like a lot of motherfuckers was angry. You know what I'm saying? They was musty. Niggas ain't had deodorant like that. Like, we got so much good shit going on in our lives right now. We almost one step from being robots. You know what I'm saying? Elon gonna drop the Neuralink. I mean, I just want to be able to see NBA 2K35. I mean, just at least figure it out, man. Like, come on. You, they, can't, they can't end it now. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we Simulations, pretty much. I mean, if, if the theory is the world is a simulation and all that shit, man, why would it be an apocalypse? Like, you know? The shit could just keep going on and on and on, you know? But for the most part, man, um, I don't know, man. Like, um, I've watched a lot of the um, pyramid documentaries and shit like that. 
just about Egyptian times and all that kind of shit. And, you know, they seemed like they had it pretty cool. The motherfuckers was riding boats for for months and shit. You know, they still figured it out as, as a civilization. And, and us, you know, we got the Internet. I mean, we got social media. And, and I don't know, man. I just want to, like I said, I just want to make NBA 2K35, man. I'm not trying to think about uh, any impending dooms and shit like that, man. Zolo need, man, you've been, you got to hit the therapist, man. I feel like you got, you've been watching them weird YouTube documentaries and shit like that, man. It got to be something, man, going on in your mind to make you put that on there. But yeah, man, that's something crazy, man. But for the most part, man, I'm um, super excited to get ready to get back out on this road. Scaring the hoes tour. If you ain't got your tickets, man, please. I mean, low ticket sales and everything, man. So everybody go out, get your tickets, man. I was just, you know, telling Zolo about the set design. I can't really leak anything right now. But, man, it's going to be a real great show. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, please, man, come out. Support your boy. I ain't been on the road in years, you know. So it's, it's easy. I mean, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to really be... um putting my best foot forward with the sobriety thing and really taking it one day at a time. Cause it's going, I mean, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be some challenges out there. You know, one thing about being on the road is that you have a lot of, as much as, you know, it looks like it's fun and games and all that shit, which it can be if you make it for yourself. And I feel like in the past I wasn't cause I was too busy getting fucked up and if it make it hard, I would literally get so fucked up. You know, because I would feel like, um, you know, that night of the, you know, when you do the show, you know, drinking and smoking and doing all that shit. And I would be hung over the next day, literally all day, just fucking hung over until I fucking, you know, and then I, I only feel like good when it's damn near time for me to do the show. And that would be because, you know, I guess it's the hair of the dog kind of thing. I would start back drinking and eating terrible food and shit like that. But for the most part, I'm bringing all my studio equipment with me and I'm going to have, um, I'm going to pretty much just be setting up everywhere and just recording music and just trying to stay as creative as possible. While I got while I got my downtime, I guess I should start on my meditation journey then, you know, and just be really, you know, just really be in tune. But I'm really um excited to see how my breath control holds up being on stage because Peggy ass, he go fucking crazy. You have been to a fucking JPEG Mafia show, you know, which I hate these motherfuckers, man. They, I don't know, some weird shit with Peggy, man, where they always talk about, man, it's going to smell crazy in there. <laughs> I don't know what this whole thing is, man, where they talking about it's going, I mean, they, JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown show. I can't, I can't imagine the smells. Like, what are y'all talking about with that shit, man? Somebody hit me up. Is it a bunch of musty white motherfuckers and shit jumping around? I don't know, man. But for the most part, my shows, it'd be nice dress individuals. They'd be all cool. So it's going to be great to see the merging of the fan bases and all that shit. And, you know, I talked to Peggy. And, you know, we, we, you know, even him, man, he he want to get, you know, super busy. We're working on music while we out there and shit. So it's going to be great, man. So I love y'all motherfuckers, man. I'm about to be out. It's a great time talking to y'all like always, man. Hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown show dot com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown show dot com. And, you know, send your fucking ask Danny's your white people shits, all that shit, man. You know, but for the most part, man, love y'all motherfuckers. Be safe out there. Have a good one. Peace.